the school is out. Which means it's time for Hot Kids. Good afternoon. This is Hot Kids, a show for kids by kids. My name is Brian Awena and I'm 12 years old. And I'm your host for today. Thank you for tuning to 11.9 Chai FM. Today I have an exciting show lined up for you. And to start off, I'll be interviewing jewelry maker by the name of Howard Friedman. So if you have any questions for my guests, you can send an SMS on 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019. And remember to sign your name. So get ready for a fire jam-packed show on Chai Kids for Kids by Kids. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. My name is Brian Owena and I'm 12 years old. You are still listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. Good afternoon, Howard. Good afternoon, Brian. How are you? I'm fantastic. Me too. Okay, so let's start with the questions. So, since you are a jewelry maker, um, what is like the business that you work in? So we are jewelers. We have a jewelry factory, which we make all the jewelry, and then we have four stores. Um, my passion is for designing and creating jewelry. Wow. That sounds like a fun job. It is. <laughs> okay, so what is the name of your company? The name of the company is Jack Friedman. Uh, Jack Friedman was my grandfather. He came to South Africa as a watchmaker and watchmakers in those days were very valuable people because there was the only way of telling the time other than by the sun but if you wanted to be accurate you needed a watch and there were no such thing as battery watches they were all manual wind-up watches so he was a watchmaker who became a jeweler so how did it like how did he decide to um, change it from selling watches to selling jewelry? Well, in those days, generally they did both. They were watchmakers and jewelers, so people used to bring their watches in for services every year. But because you skilled with your hands when you make, you are a watchmaker, you've obviously also got the skills to make gorgeous pieces of jewelry. And he opened his uh, first store in Johannesburg in 1933, Oh, wow. Um, he came to South Africa in 1928 on his own from uh, Latvia and started his business a few years later. Oh, wow. That's cool. So do you still, like, you, so now you, you're um, assuming that your, like, your company still mainly sells jewelry, but do you also sell watches? No, so what's happened is that we purely jewelers, we manufacture most of what we sell. We have the four stores and, you know, my grandfather taught me everything about jewelry and that's why I've stayed in it because I love it. That's nice. Yeah, it's always good to do what you love. It is. Okay, so when, um, oh, sorry, so... How do you make the jewelry and what is, or what is the process of the jewelry making? Okay, so making jewelry like everything else has changed so much because of technology. When I first started making jewelry, it was a very manual process. We used to melt the gold, we used to pour it, we used to roll it, we used to 
beat it, we used to bend it, Whoa. we used to file it. And like everything else, technology's changed the world. So a lot of it gets done on computers. We use fancy equipment such as lasers. Whoa. We use microscopes. So the way I made jewelry when I first started in my grandfather's factory is very different to the way we do it today. Wow. It sounds like a very big change from like the two makings. It's changed completely. I think if my grandfather could see how the industry's changed today, he would not believe it. Which one do you, which one would you like prefer to do? Like the old way you used to make the jewelry or the new way? Like which one do you prefer? I think you got to move with the time. So I love the new technology. I'm <laughs> seeing things that we can make that we could never have dreamed of making when I first started in the industry. Um, and that old way of making jewelry, sadly, is not, not many people learning it. Uh, we, the youngsters that come into the industry learn how to do design on computer. Oh, wow. So, um, when did you first start working at Jack Friedman Jewelry? I think it was so long ago that I don't even remember. I was definitely younger than you are. Whoa. I think my grandfather saw that I had a passion for working with my hands and I loved doing things with my hands. So after school or during school holidays, I used to go work in the factory. I used to make things. He always used to joke that I used to make things and then try and sell them to him. And he used to <laughs> tell his friends, my, my grandson's a good businessman because here he is. Using my factory, my tools, my gold, and selling me my products. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> so, was your dream as a kid to become somebody working with jewelry? Mm, my dream when I was a kid, I think, I think I wanted to be a fighter pilot or something crazy like that. <laughs> like old <And then>, boys. <laughs> and then I realized I couldn't get into the Air Force because my eyes were not good enough. Mm. Um, and yeah, I must have. Just had a passion for jewelry because that's what I've kept doing. Yeah, and you obviously have been doing very well. So, where and how does one learn the art of the jewelry making? So, in South Africa, we've got the main tertiary universities. Um, there's uh, uh, Pretoria University or Tsani University of Technology, Stellenbosch. All the major tertiary universities do have a jewelry department. Um, there's also new what they call incubators where youngsters can go to schools that teach them how to make jewelry and then they actually work in the school. Oh, wow. So there are many ways of learning to make jewelry, but ultimately one needs to eventually get into a factory and get experience. So, like, also does, like, designing come in with the learning? Absolutely. We find that certain youngsters are better at different aspects of jewelry. So some people are better at designing. Some people are better at gem setting. Some people are better at polishing. Some people have got more of a passion for gemstones and polishing and faceting of diamonds or uh, colored gemstones. So, like... Any other profession, there's so many aspects to it. Wow. So um, do you teach anyone like how to learn how to make jewellery? 
or the job? Definitely. In our factory, we do have uh, a few youngsters that have come in and they've learned how to make jewelry. And I can't teach them how to work the computer programs that do the designing anymore, sadly. There's people far better at doing the computer designs than I am. So in my factory, I've got a team that do the designs on the computer. And anybody new that comes in learns from that team, not from me. Yeah, but you like the boss, so it's like cool. <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, do you have a favorite gem or precious metal that you like to work with? Hmm, that's a, it's a difficult question, Bryna. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? The truth is, diamonds are the king or the queen of the gemstones. They're just such an incredible gem diamonds because I can give you examples where my grandfather sold a person a diamond and they can bring it back to me 50 years later and it is absolutely perfect the diamond that they bought 50 years ago has not scratched it's not damaged it's identical to what it was 50 years ago and that famous saying a diamond is forever it's true a diamond just is amazing so diamonds are incredible and in terms of metal, I mean, platinum and gold are the two main metals we work with. Wow. That's really cool. Like, I find it fascinating that, like, the diamond isn't, the diamond goes on forever. It's very cool. Um, and so, do you have, like, a favorite piece of jewelry that you like the best? Hmm. Also, you're putting me on the spot again, <laughs> huh? <laughs> um, you know what I find? We, we keep evolving our designs. So when we've got something new and amazing and great that comes out of the factory, I think, wow, this is this is the best. This is my favorite piece. So, yeah, I think it changes with time. Like, you yeah. know, you des- your designing evolves over time and your favorite pieces evolve over yeah. over time. It's like, let's say you have a toy and then it's like you get a new toy, then that's your favorite toy. And then you get a new one and that's your favorite. It's similar, I think. Yeah. Do you have any role models and who are they? Um, I guess my parents and grandparents. I mean, Jack, my grandfather, who taught me about jewelry making. Um, my late granny, who was called a Granny K, and our main solitaire diamond ring is named after her. So our, oh, wow. we call it our K solitaire. Um, so Kay, her name was Haya, but Kay is, was her name. And our main, most popular ring that we sell is our Kay Solitaire. So, and then my mom was an amazing designer. Wow. So, so yeah, like those are. in the jeans. <laughs> so those are my main role models in the business, yeah? Yeah, my parents and like my grandparents and everything, those are my role models. So, can you explain to us a little bit about the K um, ring thing? I'm going to do my best. Obviously, jewelry is a, a visual thing that you need to see. But the amazing thing about the K is the diamond is set in claws that are completely free and open. So it allows the light into the diamond. It allows the sparkle of the diamond to be maximized. Um, it is an engagement ring. So it is... A perfect ring in that it will complement any wedding band. And it's sometimes the most simple things in life are the most difficult to design well. So 
it's just a simple, gorgeous, beautiful design. Yeah, um, like sometimes simple <laughs> things, even though they can be difficult, when you like with any jewelry, like once you're done creating it, it just lands up very beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. If you could meet any person in the whole world who made jewelry, who do, who would it be and why? Hmm. Um. I guess. You know. Coming back to my grandparents or my late mom, who was a great designer, when we make something amazing, I would love to say, "Hey, Ma, like, just look at this piece that's come out of the factory." I'd like to show them that we've continued the brand, we're proud of the brand, and we're making amazing pieces of jewelry. And when something good happens, you want to share it with them and show them this amazing design. So. Yeah, once again, I would say uh, Jack would be the person I would want yeah. to meet today and show him what we're doing. Yeah, like how the business has improved. and like Absolutely. Gone like different a little bit. What part of your job do you enjoy the most? Um, I guess when I'm in the stores, I love meeting people. I love working with people. You know, Brian, a jewelry is a item that's indulgent. There's no like real reason to buy jewelry other than indulgent and pleasure and to spoil someone. So when somebody comes into one of our stores, something good is happening. They got a celebration. They're getting engaged. They, their business is going well. So they want to spoil someone. So I get to meet happy people. Everybody that comes into one of our stores is in a positive frame of mind. So I love meeting new people, spending time with our clients, finding out what's going on in their lives and just being part of that great atmosphere of them sharing a happy moment. So I guess, yeah, just meeting people. That's like also one of the best parts, I would think, like seeing people happy and like, yeah. And what is the most challenging part about your job? Mm, I hate admin. <laughs> I don't enjoy the admin. I mean, nothing worse when you s open your computer and there's a hundred unread emails <laughs> and my admin's not so good. So I think that's the part that I enjoy the least. But I'm very lucky. I love what I do. It's a great industry and the designing part of it I love, you know. It's amazing to have an idea of a design in your head and to eventually see it around a woman's neck or earrings in her ears and say, wow, I thought of that piece of jewelry and we designed it and we created it and we saw it getting manufactured and we polished it and we set the gems in and now it's a finished piece of jewelry that's making someone happy. Yeah, it's like satisfying to see like your jewelry being worn and everything. Okay, so on that note, let's take a quick song break and we'll be right back. So keep listening to learn more about being a jewellery maker. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, for kids, by kids. My name is Brian Owena and I'm your host for today. We will continue with our interview and remember that if you have any questions for my guest Howard, you can send them, you can send all your questions to us on, S uh, on our SMS line, which is 34519. 
or telegram to 061-895-1019. Okay, so we're going to carry on with the interview, okay? It's very fun. I like it. It's very interesting. Okay, so who designs all your jewellery? So, Brian, I do most of the designing myself. I've got also very talented designers in my factory, but every design goes past me first. Oh, that's very cool. That's like such an awesome job. That'd be cool. So what does it mean to customize a piece of jewelry? So that's one of the things we love to do at Jack Friedman. We have clients that have got an idea for a ring that uh, they want to spoil one of their loved ones with. And they will show us pictures or they'll do a little sketch. And we'll tell them, yes, it's a good design or in a polite way, if we don't think it's such a good design, we'll guide them to improve the design. And I think a lot of people want jewelry that's unique to them. And I believe when you spoil someone with jewelry, especially for a man who's going to spoil his wife or his fiance with the engagement ring that he's going to propose to, the more effort and energy and love and care that they put into that piece of jewelry, it shows how much they value that relationship. So somebody that's willing to customize a piece of jewelry for a loved one truly does care about that person because they care about the whole creation of something unique and special for that person. So, wow, that's like amazing. That's like shows like true love. So let's say someone wants to customize a piece of jewelry, but they don't have like a gem to... Um, bring to you do you have gems for them to choose from and then they can customize the jewelry absolutely so we will work with anything you know a lot of young guys will come and they've got a diamond that's from their boba and will want to set it up an engagement ring if they don't we'll help them select a diamond that's within whatever they wanting to spend on this ring and we'll sit down with them and we still do things in the old traditional way initially where we'll sketch and design a piece of jewelry. Uh, there's all these new modern social media places where we can look at designs. We can look at Pinterest. We look at Instagram. <laughs> we look at our Jack Friedman website. Obviously, we look at what we've got existing in stock. But if somebody wants something custom, we'll sit down and help them create something unique to them. That's very special. I'm sure, like, not all jewellery shops do that in businesses. Uh, do you have, like, where are you based? So our factory is just uh, around the corner here in Bedford View, and we have two stores in Joburg, in Santon City and in Eastgate, and then we have two stores in Cape Town, in the waterfront and in Canal Walk. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, I'm lucky I get to yeah. travel to Cape Town once a month. Oh, wow. You are lucky. Wow, that's lucky. Uh, are all your jewelry made from precious stones? Yes. Yeah, so we believe that jewelry not only should be beautiful and amazing to look at, it should have value. So we will only work with natural gemstones or precious gemstones. So it's diamonds, sapphires, rubies. Um, aquamarine or wow. those colored gemstones. We won't work with anything that 
is made in a laboratory or made in a kitchen, I call it. Because mm. anything that you can make in a kitchen or in a laboratory that's man-made, I don't believe has any long-term value. So to me, jewelry must have value. I mean, you don't buy jewelry to plan to sell it, but if you do ever want to sell it, you do want to know that it's got value. And after a couple of years, you can get your money back. And after many years, that jewelry is more valuable than when you bought it. I definitely agree with you. Can you please describe a typical day at work for us? Hmm, so it depends. Some days when I'm going to the factory, I'll start in the factory and uh, meet with the design team and see what they're working on. I will also make sure that our quality control is up to standard. So I will randomly walk around and check that uh, I'm happy with the quality of the items coming out of the factory. And... Um, meet with the various people in the factory. If I'm in the stores, of course, I will make sure that my salespeople have got the best possible product knowledge, that they know everything that they should know about jewelry and gemstones. And then if uh, customers come in, obviously I will meet and greet them. And fortunately, often I get old customers that have dealt with us for many years coming to visit the stores and I'll reconnect with old friends and customers. That's fun. Yeah. That's so nice. That's amazing. So you were saying like how um you've got more than one store. Um so do you have a website? We do have a website. It's uh, very simple. It's uh, jackfriedman.co.za. So wow. So can people buy off your website? We do have product on our website but we've discovered that jewelry is a a product that people want to feel and touch you know i think you can buy many things online that are you know a watch is a watch you know it doesn't vary whereas jewelry is personal i think people want to feel and touch and look at and try on and see if it suits them so we find most of our customers even though they might shop us online or research us online, they still want to come into the store and try it on and see if it suits them and kind of get that experience of trying on jewelry in a in a jewelry store. Yeah. I would also want to try it on to see if it suits me. Does jewelry design change with the times? Uh definitely technology has changed jewelry, however, it's amazing how Designs that my grandfather did 70, 80 years ago come back wow. into fashion. You know, these vintage-looking rings that he created and he designed, we still see them coming back into fashion. We might change the way we make it. We might change because of the technology, the exact execution of the design. But, yeah, I think at Jack Friedman we try and – make things that are timeless you know you don't want to invest a lot of money in a piece of jewelry that after a year or two you want to melt it down because you're tired of it or it's not uh, a design that you still love so i believe the art of design is to create items that you're going to love forever that's awesome and like you said like you um like you still use designs that your grandfather used like it's cool like you could Use the same 
um, you could use the same idea, but like change it a little, like add extra things to make it better. Yeah, that's absolutely. You say it very well. You know, we the de- the design is the same, and the basic uh, structure is the same. Only we've the design evolves. That's for sure. awesome. Thank you. How can people contact you if they would like to find out more about Jack Friedman or if they want to buy something? Well, they can definitely call one of the stores and make an appointment uh, to see me with pleasure. I can give my email address if you would like. Yes. It's uh, howard at jackfriedman.co.za and just uh, send me an email and Definitely, if they tell me that uh, they uh, on the email that they heard me on Chai FM, I'll give them extra special attention. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, go email, do these things. It's awesome. The jewelry is amazing. I've seen it's beautiful. Okay, so it was really fun and definitely interesting having you, and I believe our listeners learned so much from you. This has been Chai Kids for Kids. A show for kids by kids. My name is Brian Oena and I'm 12 years old. Thank you to Chai Kids and thank you to Howard Friedman for coming on Chai Kids and teaching, about, teaching us about jewelry making. And thank you to my producer Senna and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Thank you for listening to the Chai Kids show. A show for kids by kids. Join us next week, Monday, with another Chai Kids show, only on 101.9 Chai FM. Shabbat Shalom and goodbye, kids!